Hey, if you're listening to this, this means that you have made it out of busy season. So first, let's just celebrate that we made it out alive, that we are able to enjoy a little time off. Hopefully, you are giving yourself time off and give yourself a pat on the back. You made it. Believe me, I know what that September, October, and November feels like when it is jam-packed with more sessions than you normally take for the rest of the year. So first of all, congratulating you for making it out of your busy season. But I am sure that if you're anything like me, when slow season starts to approach, you get a little off, you get a little scared, you get that feeling in the pit of your stomach of, oh crap, what am I going to do? So on today's episode, I want to do a deep dive into what do we do during slow season? How do we prepare for it? And how can we continue to bring revenue into our business during the months when a lot of people really aren't looking to either have their pictures done or for some of you, you are in a niche where there's really not a whole lot of urgency right now. So we're going to dive in to this topic right now. All right, so let's dive into the slow season. What do we do? I know what it feels like to come out of this busy season and as crazy as it was, we were just thankful to have the revenue flowing in, having the things to do, making it feel like we had a legitimate, amazing business, like we were in demand. And then all of a sudden, we hit this wall when slow season approaches. I remember this season well. I haven't always been consistent through the slow season until really just a few years ago. And then I found ways to use my slow season to get creative, which we're going to talk about. I also found ways to prep for slow season so I wasn't freaking out as much. And I kind of want to walk you through those things. So the first thing that I really want to encourage you is not to freak out. Don't freak out. There's no reason to do that, okay? Yes, you are relying on this income, or if you are still working a full-time job, then you are very blessed. You have another source of income flowing in to your life, which is amazing. But still, we all want to avoid slow season. And I don't necessarily think that a slow season is a bad thing. I think it is a great opportunity for us to get creative and also to take a break. So the first thing that I want to talk about is taking a break. Most of you need a break. You do. You just don't want to admit that you need one or you're too scared to slow down and take a break because you're worried that you're going to lose the consistency and that you're going to have to start all over on building the momentum up in your business. And I just want to let you know that that's really not true. That's not the case. In fact, I think that by you taking a break, even if it's only for a couple of weeks, before you start trying to ramp up your business again, I actually think you're going to come back more fueled than you've ever been. I think you're going to be able to avoid burnout here. And I think you're going to come back with really fresh and new creative ideas that is going to have you naturally excited about your business again. So I recommend 
the very first thing you do is you honor your slow season and you give yourself a break. Now, this year looks very different for me. In my slow season, I am preparing to take a surgery leave. So I have an episode that's going to air and it's going to go into the depths and details about all of this, but I am having my breast implants removed and I am going through a healing season. So my slow season is going to look very different this year. Mine literally consists of doing nothing business related and solely focusing on my family, my health and my recovery. Now, you're probably not preparing to take a surgery leave right now, but I want you to treat your business like you're giving yourself a staycation that you deserve. There are so many things that you can do to rest and to take your eyes off of your business for a little bit so that you can come back better than you were before. Now, I want to preface this with point number two. And point number two is we have to start finding ways to prepare for a slow season so that we aren't surprised by it, so that it doesn't take us out completely every single year. So I want you to start getting creative and finding ways that you can make more revenue in another month. So if you know, no matter what, December and January are your slowest months of the entire year, and you are just predicting that to be true, then my question to you is, What can you do in October and November to help prepare to cover the revenue you would be getting in December and January if you didn't slow down? Same thing for February. What can you do right now if you didn't take steps to prepare for slow season? What can you do right now to help you catch up or get ahead when February or March rolls around? Okay. So again, Slow season is going to happen at some point for every single one of us in our business, okay? For me, August is always a slower season, and this is by choice. So August is when I have my birthday, my kids have their birthdays, we are starting to go back to school, we're winding down from the summer, or we're going on a last-minute vacation, whatever the case may be. August is so busy that I don't have time to ramp up sessions in my business. I'm typically doing four or less sessions in the month of August. So there's very little revenue that is coming through my business in that month. You might have a month like that in April or May or January. So I want you to think about that because at some point, if your slow season isn't in the winter or you're one of my amazing photographers listening in another part of the world and winter is not December and January for you, you're still going to come across a slow season or a slower month at some point. It's just bound to happen. That is entrepreneurship. It is never going to be truly consistent throughout the year. However, I want you to be prepared and I don't want you to freak out anymore over what happens when everything comes to a halt. My hope is that nothing ever has to come to a complete halt and that you aren't bringing in any money. My hope is that you are able to set yourself up for success during the slow season as well. Okay. So again, prepare for your slow seasons, find something that you can do. And maybe this is on a normal month, maybe you take eight sessions, but on the month before, you know, you're going to have a slower month. 
or you're going to take a vacation or you're going to do a surgery leave or whatever that looks like. I want you to see if you could double up. Can you take more sessions in one month than you normally do? This isn't going to be your normal moving forward, but this is just what you're going to do to help your income for the months that you are slower. All right. The third point is I want you to be focusing your slow season specifically for revenue building, revenue generating. Okay. So that's what we're talking about right now. I want you to start preparing for what's to come. Okay. So what happens from here? How long does slow season last? What can you do right now to create income? And what can you do once you're out of slow season? How can you ramp things back up? How can you build that momentum back up for what you have? So there are different types of revenue that can come through your photography business on a month-to-month basis. Some of these include your session revenue, your retainer revenue. I count those as two separate things because typically for me, the retainer is going into my bank account on a different month than when the session revenue is for that particular client. Another thing that you could be having revenue for would be prints and products and anything that is going to be tangible to your clients. And then for some of you, you are selling other things, whether you are stepping into the education side, whether you have a template shop, there's different things that you can do. Some of you are teaching moms how to use their cameras, and that counts as a different type of a revenue. So I want you to start getting creative and thinking of ways that you bring revenue into your photography business on a month-to-month basis. I'm going to throw out some more ideas for those of you. How many of you have a client closet? Could you potentially rent out your dresses to either other photographers or to clients in your area for certain things? So for example, I live near a military base and there are constantly events happening during the holiday season. So a lot of them are going to galas or fundraising events, or they're going to their military squad's Christmas party. So there's all these things that are taking place. There's winter weddings, there's summer weddings. There's just all of these things that are taking place. And there are so many events that are going on where people don't necessarily want to purchase a full-blown dress they're going to wear one time. A lot of people are looking to rent items. So for those of you that have built your client closets, can you create revenue by renting your items out? I mean, genius, right? Like who would have thought? Same thing with those of you that have studios. Can you rent your studio space out? Can you rent your props out? Can you let your mamas who are booking birthday parties for their kids, can they come and can they borrow some of the things that you have? Again, how can you create revenue that is still tied to your business, but also is kind of out of the box, right? We want out of the box ideas. So another thing that I want to bring up, and I see this happen all the time, okay, all the time. What do I do if it gets really, really cold here? There's snow on the ground. No one's going outside. The temperatures are super frigid. It's super cold here. Like there's no way I'm going to book an outdoor session. Awesome. Again, let's get creative. Let's think outside the box. What can you offer that is indoors? 
can you rent a studio space or an Airbnb and host a specific type of session? So can you do mini sessions of some sort? Can you do Christmas sessions indoors? Can you collaborate with a local business or venue and use their location? Can you offer in-home sessions with your clients? So while this isn't the normal, this could definitely be something that allows you to stand out. What is something that is unique, that is outside the box, that something no one else is doing? For a really long time, what I did in the winter was I would offer boudoir sessions. So on the side, right? So of course, I was a family photographer, you know, 99% of the time. And then winter would come. And the only thing that really had a whole lot of urgency for me at that time were newborns or boudoir sessions. And I loved doing boudoir sessions. So that's what I did. I used to rent out a hotel room. I did that for years and then finally got my own studio space. And so I started hosting them in there. And people know that I'm going to do that every year. This is actually the first year I'm not offering this. So this is kind of crazy. And I don't think that this takes away from when I coach you to have a niche. I don't think it does. I think that this is called supplementing your income when there really is no urgency in your slower season. So think outside the box, find creative things that you can do. And again, I don't think there's anything wrong with this, especially if you are relying on your photography income. So it's all about getting creative. It's all about finding something with urgency. Now, some of you guys are blessed. So some of you are newborn photographers. Hey, there's babies being born every month out of the year. All you got to do is get yourself in front of those mamas that are expecting babies and get them on your calendar and you won't have to worry about slow season. Some of you might want to take a slow season on purpose, and I don't see anything wrong with that either. But here's the deal. What I don't want to hear you guys say is, oh my gosh, it's winter. No one's going to book me. This is really depressing. Not only do you feel burnt out coming out of a busy season, but then you start to doubt yourself. And every year you're basically like having to talk yourself off of the edge of a cliff on whether or not you're going to throw in the towel on your business or whether you're going to press forward and try again. That is not what I want you to be doing. You should already be committed to making your business work. I'm just here to give you another perspective and to tell you like, let's go, you can do this and then give you ideas for how you can continue your business, even when your inquiries are lower than they normally are. And hey, this happens to all of us, okay? This is normal. Don't let slow season mess with your mind and then you get into a negative mindset and then you are just spiraling out of control. That's not what I want for you. Slow season should motivate you and it should be a place where you tap into the creative side of your brain And you figure out what you're going to do about it to still get revenue to come in. Now, I'm not saying slow season is going to generate as much as your busy season, but it definitely shouldn't be making you zero dollars of profit either. Okay, so there's definitely solutions to the slow season. The last thing that I want to cover here is I want you to take time during this slow season. Just do a complete overhaul of your business? Do you like everything that's happening? 
Are there offers that you loved and that you want to continue to do? Are there offers that you're kind of starting to really not enjoy? Take them out. You don't have to offer everything that you do. Do you have a package that you offered that really wasn't very successful and it's really not serving you or your clients? Remove it. Do you want to make your client process even better? Do you want to really take your business to the next level? Then do it. I think slow season is the perfect time to invest in your business, to find a mentor, to attend a workshop, to try new session types, to take a break, to do nothing. That's totally up to you. But slow season doesn't need to mean that you are going to just put your business on pause or you're going to quit it. I promise you there's a solution to every perspective you guys have about the slow season. So I hope that this has given you ideas. I hope that this has motivated you. I hope that your brain right now, I hope it is just spinning and you are able to take notes and take just one thing away from this. And I would love for you to come share that. Come tag me on Instagram or come to the Facebook group and tell me that you just listened to the slow season episode. Here is my takeaway. And I would love, love, love to see that and support you in that and hold you accountable to what you have decided to do. And just know everybody goes through slow season, myself included this year. It just came on purpose, not because I wanted it to, but just know like I have been there. I'm eight years into this thing, almost nine. And I have a slow season every single year. And I just find new and creative ways to get beyond it, you know, to prepare for it, to not let it deter my success and definitely not to let me go into the new year feeling defeated. I actually go into the new year feeling really super pumped about what's to come. My momentum's at an all-time high, and I just can't wait to see what the new year holds after slow season. So, all right. I hope this helped you, and I'll catch you on the next episode.